The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Yeah, God, He doesn't ask us to jump through any hoops to meet him no he's simply there he's simply right with you he's with us always and he's with us today and he has favor on you he has life for you he wants to enjoy you i want you to see the good side of god today that is my heart for you to see that he is for you he's with you he loves you he is good and so sometimes depending on our past we don't see god's loving side and i want you to see that today i know that when any relationship you're in, whether that's with your kids, your spouse, your friends, you have commitments, you have standards, you have things that you uphold. Those are all in your Ten Commandments. They're in the Bible, and that's awesome. We do have those when we're in a relationship to be pure, to do those things. But today, that's not what I'm talking about. Today, I want to talk about just the pure love of God for you, just his favor for you. It says in Proverbs 3, 4, that you will find favor, good understanding, and high esteem in the sight of God and man. So there's two aspects, and I want you to understand that you have favor with God. He is a very positive and loving force in your life. You know, religion has an attitude about God, and it's like, if you make a mistake, God's going to deal with you. And that God is like constantly searching for something to correct in your life in a negative way. You know, maybe this was to bring about uh, a correction or, or, you know, repentance. And yes, sometimes we have to change. We have to say we're sorry. We have to repent. I'm for all of that. But I want to talk about the goodness of God that leads us to this heart in a relationship with him, that he is 110% on your side. God has, you have God's support and he's actually partial to you. Let's, let's think about God's nature in Psalm 86, 15. It says thou, O Lord are a God of compassion, graciousness, long suffering, plenteous in mercy and truth. You know, like the the unhappiest of our days, they're the days that we spend thinking that other people don't love us, don't support us, don't favor us. And how miserable are we when we have those thoughts? You know, the most miserable people on earth that I know are the ones that have those kind of thoughts about God. They feel like they're committed to him, but he wants them to be in pain or he wants them to be poor or he he does, he wants them to be in want of all things or that he doesn't show them partiality. What a miserable relationship. That's not God. I love Psalm 103, 8. It says the Lord is merciful. The Lord is gracious. He is slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. What about number 625? The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. It also says in, in Zechariah 12, 10, that God has the spirit of grace and unmerited favor. It says, I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, a spirit of grace 
You know, grace, you know what grace is? Grace is God's unmerited favor, his partiality, his goodwill, his support. And you have a God that is full of goodwill toward you. You know, sometimes we just can't hardly imagine it, can we? What are some examples of favor? Have you ever been asked to go to the front of the line? Did that ever happen for you? What about you returned something at a store and you didn't have the receipt? And they're like, that's okay. You can still return it. Here's a gift card or something like that. That's favor, right? What about someone says, oh, you can stay at our house instead of getting a hotel tonight. And that was huge. Or they, why don't you come over for dinner? You know, that is favor. What about, uh, you know, I remember a story one time when, when I, my kids were little, I couldn't afford all the nice, cute kid clothes, you know. And I had a friend that she had these Gymboree clothes. And Gymboree was like my favorite little kid store. And she had two little boys. I had two little boys. And hers were like a stair step ahead of mine. And she called me one day and she said, Jennifer, I have bags of these Gymboree clothes. Would you want them for your boys? I mean, it was like Christmas. I couldn't believe it. And she'd taken really good care of them and washed them in Tide. And they smelled so good. And they were all folded so neatly. And I I took home just the most adorable clothes. And I I took my boys' pictures in all these cute clothes. And I I just remember sitting there thinking, God, I can't believe you gave this to me. You know, but that was his favor. And and that's that's what he wants to do for you. There are little tiny treats and treasures and joys that God wants to give you and to bring for you because he loves you. Can you even imagine? But God, he loves you. He loves you so very, very, very much. I think about favor with a good, good friend of ours. His name is Steve Kabacha, And he told us about favorite. His last words to us before he passed away, before he went to heaven. And he was a bishop from Kenya in Africa. And he said to me, Jennifer, pray for favor. Pray for God's favor and for man's favor. And I was like, what? What does he mean? I don't even understand fully what he means. And I was asking him about it. And he said, well, when I was young... I met your father-in-law at a conference in Florida. So Steve Kibacha had come to America for a conference, for a Christian conference, and he had a beautiful young wife, and this was before they had eight children, and he met my father-in-law, and my father-in-law said to him, I will help you. And he basically adopted him, and he became part of our family. So as long as I remember being a Jackson, Steve Kibacha was part of our family. And so Doyle's father, my husband's father, went to Kenya with Steve and bought him a tent and bought him the first church ever, which was in this tent. And Steve went on to plant 150 churches. Yeah, 150 churches all over Kenya. He went on to have eight children. And this happened over 30 years. I mean, he was part of our family. Anytime he would fly to the United States, we so enjoyed getting to see him. And I remember taking him shopping for his twins and buying clothes. Their their youngest two were twins and buying clothes for them. And the Kabaches were just this incredible ministry family in Kenya. They started a sewing school for women. They started a pastor's training school And then they planted all these churches and they had churches even in the slums. 
They had a young pastor in the slum. His name is Fire. (laughs) He was awesome. But all over, they even planted some churches in Tanzania and different parts of a couple, I think, in Nigeria and some in the Sudan. So all over. And that's how he became a bishop. So in in Kenya, if if you have over 100 churches, then you're a bishop. He had well over 100 churches. And when we would go there, it was just so alive and so beautiful and so incredible. And one day, Steve got cancer. And I remember he was still working and thriving and everything. And one of his last wishes was to start an orphanage. And he bought 20 acres of land near Mount Kilimanjaro. It's very cool. It's in the Maasai villages. You know, if you've seen on National Geographic, the the Africans that have the mallets and they wear outfits that are bright red and they jump. They jump up and down. <laughs> it's so much fun because they jump for their wives at the wedding. Whoever can jump the highest will get the wife. <laughs> and these young men can jump. <laughs> they can jump really high. But they have some unique things. But that's in this area of Kenya is where... He bought this land for an orphanage and we went there with him and he said, my dream is to have an orphanage here and to see children from all over the country, from all of these churches to come that do not have parents and they'll grow up. They'll grow up to be doctors and teachers and pastors and leaders and they'll have a foundation. So he had a vision. He had a dream and he came back to the United States for treatment. We tried to help him. And it was while he was here in one of those conversations, those last conversation that he said, Jennifer, you want to pray for God's favor. And if I would have never had the favor of God and the favor of your father-in-law, all of that would not have been accomplished. It was such a fascinating conversation. I said, Steve, I really, really want to see the orphanage come into pass. And so that is still a big, big dream and desire on my heart. And my husband literally carried him through the airport back to Kenya home for his last trip. And they, they, he got him there and that was a beautiful thing, but the orphanage hadn't been finished yet. When Steve went on to be with the Lord, he taught me so much about the Lord and he taught me so much about joy that I actually wrote about him in my newest, latest book. It's called simply joy because Steve taught me how to have joy no matter what. And, and Steve, he wanted to see this orphanage come to pass. And I, if you want to be a part of that, you can go to jennifer-jackson.org. There's a place there for the orphanage. And we are so close. I wanted to give you an update on it. We have a, an electric fence now around it. We have six Maasai style buildings that are built. They're kind of, are these round huts. They're very cool. They're, they're built in a circle. And then we have a big kitchen And we have gardens, and they've already started gardening. And the gardens alone will sell enough food for not only for the orphans and their moms and dads to eat, but for the community. And they'll have, they'll make like 30, 30 to $40,000 a year to run the orphanage off the gardens. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Jesus Harvesters is an organization that bought them a Kubota tractor. So they have a Kubota tractor. And we have a well. We've dug a well. So we are super close to finishing the orphanage. We have to finish the furniture and all the furnishings, and we have to paint. And so there's still some lasting things, and we're working on the electricity. But what we do have is the electric fence. And it's so funny because we had an electric fence that 
the elephants trampled. But think about this, uh, and we re- it's fixed. It, now it's even stronger. So can you imagine? Oh, there's elephants tr- trampling our fence. We can't even imagine some of the challenges that they have. But Bishop Kabacha taught me that ask God for favor. Ask him for favor. He loves you. He wants to be part of your life. He wants to do things in your life and through your life. So I want to say a prayer for you. God, we ask for your favor. Help us to see how much you love us. Help us to know how much you care about us. And we just want to say to you today, God, we love you too. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. It's been a wonderful day. God loves you. He's for you 110%. He is on your side, smiling down on you. Stay with us. We have a guest coming up. You are listening to Simply for Women. Simply for Women.